Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, Worshipful Brother Joe, Worshipful Brother Ken. And tonight's episode is going to be background checks. This is going to be a heated debate. I think it's going to be a good one. But before we get into it, I would just like to throw out that the opinions expressed on this co- podcast do not necessarily represent any Grand Lodge jurisdiction nor that of the Grand Lodge of Ancient Free and Accepted Masons of Connecticut. All right. All right. I'll let you have it. I think we're covered. All right. I think we're covered. If not, it's fine. All right. We're going to go through some likes first, though. We got uh, Paul Natal, Jamie Paul Lamb, who was one of oh, our- Oh, yeah. He was on uh, mm-hmm. last week. Philly, Philip Williams Crumpton, John Blanchard, Nick Ives, Simon Bennett. Jordan Nordahl, Randy S. Woods, T.J. Elgin. Oh, I know T.J. Oh, you do? Yeah, Pyramid Try number Nick nine. Ives, uh-huh. too. You brothers know Nick Ives. Yes, I yes, do. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, Connecticut Basin. Uh, right worship, I believe. Uh, Alberto Regal- Regalado Jr. Jeremy Ryder. Zach Sloan. All right, toast them. Toast them. Brothers, right hand arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Awesome. And while we're doing toast, I just want to give a shout out to uh, a guest that was on our show, Brother Carlo Gargiulo. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately involved in a, a pretty bad motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did hear that he is back home now. Mm-hmm. Which is a positive sign, but uh, just a shout out to a brother. Hope you uh, are feeling better and wishing you a speedy recovery. And there is a GoFundMe page for him, too. Yes, it's up on our Freemason podcast page. Yes, it is. If so you can if donate, you, help him out. Please do. He's uh, he's a little banged up, so that would be awesome. Which means he has no reason not to sit there and listen to our podcast. Correct. So. On top of... <laughs> what? He's, gonna, he's not going anywhere. All right, all right. On top of that, we also got a gift from one of our Aussie listeners. Yes, we did. You want me to open it up? I want you to open it up. Do you want me to floss with it, too? Oh, God. Don't, don't floss with it, please. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Don't encourage him. I'm on fire tonight. I apologize. I'm going with the preemptive apology to anybody that I'm going to offend tonight. It's just one of those nights where I'm in a great mood, had a really good day, work was good, had a good day with my boss, had a great day, and... Uh, all fired up. All fired up. Pat Panatar once. Ah, that is a nice flag. That is the yeah. Australian. You got to move it over. Ken's uh, Ken's sky- other direction. Toward you. Toward me. Toward me. Toward me. Bring it this way. Yay! All right. Hold that there for the entire podcast. Uh, 
Isn't this what the Bushwhackers had? It's the Bushwhackers flag. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got an Aussie flag, and we're going to be flying that uh, in the back somewhere over here. Uh, join or die is not coming down. British flag will remain. No, we'll find a old we'll glory up top, and we will find a spot for it. We'll do some redecorating, and uh, we will be flying that flag as well. I want to thank our listeners from Australia who tune in, who are on Discord, as well as those who you know have been supporting us since day one. I want to thank you guys. And uh, if you're from another country, you want to send some flags up here, please do. We'll rock them. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Freemasonry is worldwide, not just the United States. So. All right, brothers, shall we get heavy into this? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I just first want to say that not all grand jurisdictions and or lodges adhere to the background check prior to becoming a Freemason. Morningstar Lodge is not one of those lodges. Um, It's never even really been brought up. Um, I know it's been brought up in our Grand Lodge session that uh, it was eventually left to the states to decide. Um. Uh, excuse me, the states, uh, uh, the, individual the lodges, lodges, the yep. individual lodges to decide. But I know other grand jurisdictions, it is mandatory. As a matter of fact, I spoke to uh, brother. Oh, Ken, who are we on? Joe Glaskowski. Uh, Grabowski. Grabowski, thank you, uh, brother Joe Grabowski in Discord uh, through. The, oh yeah, uh, one of our chat. new, uh, one of our new guys. Yep. We have an Amity guy in there now, so that's even better. I asked for a secret Dakota ring. He told me no, um, but they better be. They're working on that still, right? That's still in the. <laughs> they are working on it. Yes. Um, yeah. But he was in uh, Discord today, and uh, we were in free chat. All had a great conversation this morning. A bunch of us brothers were in there horsing around until we had to go actually do work. Uh, but uh, if you want to join Discord. For as little as $3 a month, you too can join Patreon, which gets you exclusive access to Discord chat, free uh, free chat, and soon-to-be video chat. Once already in there. Already video done. chat's already in there. And video in addition chat. to that, you will get your Freemasons podcast gold tone lapel pin, mm-hmm. which uh, shipped yesterday. They might actually be at my house today. Awesome. So for as little as $3 a month, that is awesome. All yours. Mm-hmm. As little Can we rename that uh, Ancient Free and Accepted Chat? Oh. Well, yes and no. Uh, oh, I guess I could. Um, the only issue with that it? is is there are a lot of... And you don't have to. I want to be clear on this. I just want to add this in while we're talking about it. You do not have to be a Mason to join Discord. Right. You can it, be a Clandy. You can be a cl- <laughs> You can be a Clandy, yeah. <laughs> you could be... <laughs> or HR, excuse me. You I'm could sorry. be... Uh, anybody, any walk of life, uh, if you you know list, like the podcast, if you're a supporter of Freemasonry, um, you can most certainly... Or if you just want to show up and get yelled at by me, that's totally fine, too. <laughs> for as little no. as $3 a month. You're the, you're the least of the problems. Danny Collins sent a whole freaking powdered wig up here, uh, and he has made fun of just about everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he, he, you <laughs> know what? Tell you, I got to say, though, Danny Collins is an amazing, amazing brother. Absolutely. And, 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 and uh, as I, much as I'm the straw that stirs the drink of this show... Uh-huh. Brother Danny uh, Collins may yeah. be the straw that stirs the drink of Discord. He really may be. Yep. And, and you know, the crazy thing is people, when he goes silent for a while, because I know he's got a lot going on. He changes the whole vibe of the Discord. Nothing changes it, but people ask, where's, where's Danny? Where's Danny? What's the matter? Where's Danny? What's the matter? Why isn't he out? Okay. Yeah. He might be the straw that stirs. He's like the little straw. He's like my mini straw. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to say that the Schultz brothers are still the patriarchs. They are. Like, oh, absolutely. They are like the the... He might be the straw that stirs the drink. They're the drink. 
like they're the drink. He mixes them up. He gets them all agitated and mixes them up. Yeah. But they're the drink. The he Schultz, just adds that little extra. The to Schultz it. brothers are definitely looked at as, I guess you could say, father figures. They're like Discord the royalty. They are. They're they're like that queen <laughs> woman. Poor Ken, he's freaking dying over here. <laughs> they're like that do nothing queen in England. Oh my god! <laughs> you're trying to piss off Danny again. I see what you're up to. That's really? Right. I respect you. It. Think that. <laughs> But anyway, anybody could join Discord. Doesn't have to. You don't have to be a Mason. So if you want to come in there and meet some Masons and have some fun and uh, you know get you out of the every single day vibe of listening to the news, join Discord. Yeah. Join Patreon. You get extra episodes, and on top of that, you get to be you know all the celebrities that we talk about. I call them celebrities because realistically, some of our listeners in Discord are the celebrities. Oh, absolutely, they are celebrities. They're like um, the whack pack on Howard Stern back in the day. <laughs> Right. We've got our own little whack pack going, which is fine. I love them. Um, yeah, but if you want to, you can meet them all. They're all on there. As a matter of fact, somebody joined a couple. It might have even been uh, uh, Brother Joe joined. and he Just a the, couple days ago. One Brother of the Joe things joined. he said was, wow, everybody's here. Like I, I, yeah. They're all on there, and they're all nonstop every single day. It's like... Freemason podcast and Bizarro World. Matter. It's like Bizarro World. And, yeah, because we have listeners like, all over the world. Yeah. So we have some shifts. The, There's like different shifts. Some of the Discord guys are from the, the Aussie guys and the British yeah. guys. They're hitting it freaking 3, 4 o'clock in the morning while us Americans are all passed out. On the night shift. Night shift, <laughs> night shift. So it literally goes all day long. But, uh-oh. Who's this? Like the city that never sleeps. Exactly. Gonna be some sweet sounds coming so, down. Anyway, let's get into the topic. We are talking about... Background checks. Background checks. So, as I already previously stated, I don't need to, uh, excuse me, not every single, I'm sorry? Go ahead. Not every, what? Nothing. (laughs) Not every lodge adheres to this. Some grand lodges require it, not others. And I was talking about uh, Brother uh, Joe, who was in Discord, and we were talking that uh, it's actually a requirement in the grand, uh, grand lodge uh, filtered all the way down through other lodges of New York. Yes, that you need to get your own background check and present it to the lodge along with your petition. So, I guess we'll start with Ken, and we'll see where you're at. Ah, I see right here, right here. Oh, we touch hand sanitizer. Um, sometimes when we touch. <laughs> We're going to start with worship from Brother Ken, and uh, we're going to get his thoughts, opinions on the background check. So. Worshipful Brother Ken, take it away. So like you said, right, Worshipful Brother George, the Grand Lodge of Connecticut does not have any specific recommendations regarding background checks. They left it up to all the constituent lodges. And our lodge in particular, my home lodge, I'm sorry. Turn up your mic. Lodge. Turn up your mic. My mic is all the way up. Not your headphone mics. Yeah, no, my headphone mic is all the way up. Well, I can't hear you, damn it. It's okay, we'll edit this out later. That's right. We'll let it out. Want me to fill it with a musical interlude? <laughs> Don't fill it with an interlude. Sometimes when you touch. <laughs> you don't like that one? Ranked all the way up to 10. I want to all right. Well, whatever. Go ahead, Ken. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. You're just really faint. But that's all right. Keep going. Well, I got my all the way up. So <clears throat> our particular lodge, my... Um, my mother lodge, if you will, Harmony Lodge in Waterbury, um, doesn't mandate background checks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a secretary who's involved in law enforcement and obviously knows how to query state judicial <laughs> databases really well. So he kind of sees it as his due diligence whenever a petition comes in to run those through the database. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't really perform a background check per se. We don't go through some third party service in order to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got a couple brothers that are, you know, of the law enforcement usual vocation. Um, and they kind of do that on the lodge's behalf. They'll only discuss the results with the master. Um, on occasion, I think with the investigating committee as well, after the investigating committee comes back from interviewing uh, the prospective candidate. So we, you know, we keep it more or less confidential, but of course public judicial, or at least in the state of Connecticut, the judicial database is public, right? Anybody can go and search it. It's a little clunky, but it's public information. So, uh, but we still like to kind of keep it as confidential as possible. That's about as far as we take it. Okay. Right now. And your thoughts on it? Um, I'm okay with it. I was totally fine with my background being pulled uh, by the same brother that I was talking about. Um, we've, I know we've done it and we've on occasion come up with a couple hits. We handle those on a case by case basis. Right. So as long as I think as long as it's done in such a way, I don't think it should be mandated necessarily by Grand Lodge. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if a, if a local <clears throat> constituent lodge wants to do it, um, they just it's, it's best, I think, if they do it in a confidential way so that nobody gets embarrassed. You know, nobody's getting kicked under the bus um, and handle any negative returns that come back from those reports on a case by case basis. Mm hmm. Right. So if somebody's got like a minor traffic violation or something like that, you don't treat all, you know, negative marks on that report as being equal. You handle them case by case and you give the individuals that are petitioning the lodge the opportunity to bring that information up to you and have a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with the process. I'm all right with background checks in general. What's your brother, Joe? Yeah, so first I'll start off with I am absolutely okay with it. Mm-hmm. I have yet to hear a really good argument against it, with the exception of how do you define a background check? Because there's different levels of background checks that you can perform on somebody. Something could be as quick as what Worship Brother Ken said, an inquiry on the Connecticut Judicial uh, website, which you can certainly do. Um, but there's some that are more in-depth. So I think the issue and the resistance that I've ever heard about it is the definition of what constitutes a background check and how deep do you go. But um, to me, it makes perfect sense because to me, it's, it's almost it's the job of the investigation committee. But if I have something on my record, like first and foremost, check me out. I don't care. I have nothing in my background that you'd be. Uh, that I'd be ashamed of that's at least on the legal record. Um, but you know, if, I di- if, some, if I did get a hit, if somebody said, hey, you've got this thing on your record, give me an explanation. And if it was something that I did when I was 19 years old and I'm now 47, go ahead, say something, George. But if I did something when I was a stupid 19-year-old kid, okay. If you did something where you got arrested or did something stupid while you're in the Marine Corps, okay. You're a different person now. Uh 
So if you get a hit, it shouldn't be an automatic disqualification. You should have an opportunity to explain it. But, again, I have yet to hear a good argument as to why we shouldn't. But I've been at three Grand Lodge sessions where it's come up. Mm -hmm. And it's always a highly debated topic. And I just, I don't get it. I don't get why it's so debated. So I get to be the naysayer. <clears throat> All right. Are you done? Are you still got I'm done. No, go. go. I'd love to hear what you have to so say. So I get to be the naysayer of this. And here's why. I am, uh, I am adamantly opposed to background checks. Okay. Interesting. I didn't see that coming. Adamantly opposed. Okay. And here's why. Number one. Okay. We, we first start off with we allow a man to be a mason at the age of 18. Okay. Which we had that debate a couple episodes ago. And, and my personal belief is that it should be 18, not 21. And again, I'm for 18 because, again, I served in the military when I was 17. I was in boot camp serving my birthday. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get any cake. I can promise you that. But if you're old enough to fight for the country, why can't you be a Mason? Number one, I think we should be able to grab these men who want to join Masonry at a very early age to teach them or show them the right way to be Mm -hmm. rather than them leaving them to their own devices. So masonry is here and its purpose is to make good men better. Right. right? So yeah, we can catch them before they get too far down the wrong path. So now here we go. And this is my, my argument against it. Yeah. Kids 18 doesn't join masonry. Let's say he doesn't join until he's 21. Right. But while he was 18, Let's say he lived in the inner city. Let he was, let's, let's just say he was a banger, right? Let's say he went to jail for... But no, I'm just, no, I know. I'm just picturing I'm, like Ken as a gangster. That's all. <laughs> it would be out of the movie Warriors. Or Get Hard. That movie Get Hard with Will Ferrell. I've never seen like the English script tattoo I have on my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but think about this, okay? Uh Kid, inner city, right, hard right, life, right. hard grow up. Mm-hmm. He had to, he had to bang the streets. Right, he's eighteen, gets in trouble. Let's say it's a drug charge. Let's say it's a, um, let's say it's a, uh, a, a we'll even go far as a murder charge or an accessory to a murder charge. Right, guy does his time, comes out, realizes that you know. I need to find something better for myself. Mm-hmm. Looks into masonry because we're our whole motif is make good men better. Right. Hey, this is what I want to do to change my life. Right. But now some lodge will grab that, see that he was an accessory to murder, and blackball him like that. Because, oh my God, he murdered somebody. Freemasonry is about turning your life around and going from a, rash, a rough ashlar to a smooth ashlar. Right? Right. So you mean to tell me that why are you doing background checks on something somebody did in the past? We have more problems, at least in my opinion, with Masons nowadays who are already Masons doing shady s***. We need to police our own before we start banning people from joining Freemasonry for something they did in the past. They're coming to Freemasonry to change their life. Right. But let me me counter that. A couple things. One... (laughs) The best prediction of future behavior is past behavior. That's that's a fact. Do you believe so, people change? Absolutely. I didn't say it was the only predictor. Yep. I didn't say it was the absolute predictor. But the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. You can't argue that. <laughs> I so badly want if, if all this mechanics were freaking connected, I was going to go mic drop, boom, I'm out. <laughs> but <laughs> and then just get up and walk out of the room. <laughs> but here's the other thing. And here's the thing that I would argue against that is... Mm-hmm. 
I'd rather be aware of that past. Mm-hmm. And maybe rather than pushing this guy through in a month and, okay, we got your petition. We're going to vote on you. Boom. We're going to put you through in three, three months. You do three degrees and you're a Mason. Maybe if somebody has that in their background, mm-hmm. you take a little more time. Say, hey, I understand you want to change your life. Mm-hmm. Continue to prove to me that you're on the right path. Continue to work towards this goal. And if I'm not, I wouldn't even put a time frame on it. Mm-hmm. But if at some point, you know, as I get to know you and you come around me and my brothers and my family. Right. And you prove to you, and I'm convinced that you want to be that better person. You've mm-hmm. put that life behind you. Mm-hmm. Welcome. I'll welcome you with open arms. Right. But I would want to know that that was in the background mm-hmm. so that I could give them a little more time to prove themselves. So uh, James Rafferty says, what about someone on the sex offense list? Now, I want to be clear on that. There is a website called Watchdog where you can look up and see where sex offenders are. So you don't necessarily need a back check. Once you're on the sex offenders list, you're on the sex offenders list. Yeah, but here's the problem with that list. Here's the problem with that list. Mm -hmm. If you're 18 years old Mm -hmm. and your girlfriend is 16. Mm Mm-hmm. And you engage in sex. It doesn't matter, Duncan. <laughs> if her father finds Fuck. out and gets really pissed off, mm-hmm. you're on the list. You're on the list. Right. So the list doesn't explain why you're on the list. But please don't. T- please don't send me emails or call me. Tell me I'm I'm yeah. defending sex offenders. I'm not. But I'm just saying, if you're 18 years old and you're a senior in high school and you're having sex with a sophomore. Right. That's different but. than some. I heard a new phrase today. You know, uh, perv pants. A guy walking down the street in sweatpants so that he has easy access and could do all these weird things in front of girls. That's a different offense than hey, I'm a senior in high school. My girlfriend happens to be a sophomore, and we're advanced. But I want to be clear though. Even with that, you pop up on the watchdog list, right? As a, as a child diddler, which is completely. F- up so carly franz right yeah. but that's not the only reason why you uh, show up on i there, just though. gotta say carly franz who put out the youtube video oh, the said that, the babysitters chick, and all that shit. yeah oh she went in a whole spiel well i'll have to play it for you later um but i just want to say that that is completely screwed up we are not okay with that shit. we don't do trafficking no no no, stuff. no so all the conspiracy and theorists and the alex the jones who think that we freaking give up baby organs and whatever the hell else he's out of his freaking mind like that right. shit's completely screwed up but with that watchdog thing it still gives you the access it, it at least incites a conversation now that prompts you to pull a background check but it shouldn't be right. done off the cuff because you know what? I've done some shady stuff yeah, when I was a you know, kid. I don't, I don't think Joe or I were, I don't think either of us were advocating like a negative mark is an automatic disqualification. No, but it leads to a we conversation. But I understand how there are some lodges out there and some brothers that will take it as an automatic disqualification. That's what and I'm that's worried why, about. That's exactly what I'm worried about. And that's about. why I think there's got to be some criteria around it. You know, uh, Brother Rafferty is on here saying, but by checking that. That sex offender site that isn't a background check. There's some that argue that it is. It that is. if you're going to check that site and you're going to check the Connecticut Judicial website and you're going to look in these things, is that does that constitute a background check? And the fact that there's not a definition right. of what a background check is, I think that's part of the problem. To me, even without the edict or mandate to do a background check, 
that's doing your due diligence on the investigation committee. Yep. Works for other but Joseph. on a certain level, it's a, it's a background check. Works for Brother Joseph Schultz. If you have a record, are you a good man? Is it the purpose of masonry to turn around a bad character or bring out the better character of a good man? I would have to say that if you have a record, it doesn't make you a bad man. I got a record. Right. Oh, I know. I got a record. I know. I got a record. I've been arrested before. Does that make me started this podcast with you? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) We know all about you. No, but seriously, like, does that make me a bad guy? I've done. I've done wrong things. People make mistakes. People make mistakes. They make poor judgments. That's called life. Especially if you're in a bad go socioeconomic issue, or you grow up in a neighborhood, you could be a good kid. But all of your influences around you are bad, bad. and you get caught up in something of that course. if you were an adult and had a, a different mind about you, you might not get caught perfect. up in those. And that's why perfect. that's why gangs grab kids when they're 12 or 13 years perfect old. Example, if I'm in a car with somebody who's got an illegal gun or, or right. illegal drugs and I don't know about it, right. guess what? I'm going to jail, too. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean that I did anything wrong. Well, he, so I, that's why I'm against the background check because, right. you know, it, it's first off, I feel that, you know, it's in part a violation of your rights of privacy, you know. But and, you don't have to submit to it. Uh, but it's I, a private, it's it, a private club. Yeah, and right. to get in. All right, all right. All right. I'll give you that. All one. right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you that. Hey, my lady. I'll give you. Yeah. Little outcast for I'll give you that one. No, but but here's the thing, and this is why this is a great topic. You and I agree on every single point, other than should it should we look at it or not? Fucking Schultz, George, you aren't bad. You're just quote unquote special. But it's it's one of those things where. You could be a good man mm-hmm. and do bad things. Right. It's possible. I'm not saying it's ideal, mm-hmm. but there are situations where we're human. Mm-hmm. We make mistakes. And again, not to, and again I'm, I'm going back to the 18-year-old, 16-year-old thing just because it, it's, it's a real of course. situation. Yeah. Mm. You're 18 years old, and your 16-year-old girlfriend, so a senior in high school, mm-hmm. is dating a sophomore in high school, which I think... Everybody would agree there's nothing wrong with that. She sends you nude pictures. You are now in possession of child pornography. Correct. Rather than throwing your life away, you may make a plea deal and say, fine, put me on the list. I don't want to go to jail. Right. Because I'm fair-skinned, I'm redheaded, and they're going to eat me alive in jail. Yeah, you won't last long. Exactly. So I might cut a deal... But even though, like, I don't think anybody would say, oh, my God, it's, a, it's the worst thing in the world if an 18-year-old senior in high school has his 16-year-old sophomore girlfriend sending him a nude picture. So let me but give, it's child pornography per the law. Let me give you guys an example of what I'm thinking, and this is where my brain goes, okay? Guy gets arrested for domestic dispute, right? Allegedly. Allegedly. No, but let's just, no, say, yeah. let's just say a guy gets arrested for a domestic dispute. Okay, but in actuality, he came home. The wife was losing her friggin' mind on him. Somebody's going to jail, and he tries to leave and pushes her out of the way to leave. She calls the cops. Said he hit her. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying whatever the case may be, but you get what I'm saying, right? Right. Uh, Joseph Grabowski, uh, thanks for tuning in, brother. And uh, I will definitely answer your questions, so you'll be able to hear it on Apple. But 
He pushes her out of the way. She calls the cops, said, he put her hands on me. That guy goes to jail. So now you show up with this background check, like, and you give him the chance to, to say, hey, listen, this is what happened. You know, because I, I would hope that if Lodge is pulling a background check, they would give him the chance to explain himself before they just dropped a little black ball in there. Right. Right. Ours does. Okay. You give him the chance to explain himself. But what if there's that one guy, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Black ball. He's done for something he didn't even do. Now, let but, me flip the script real go ahead, quick. Go ahead. Let me flip the script. Okay. Guy gets arrested for aggravated. Uh, let's say. We'll go with the same story. Aggravated assault. Yeah. Says that story. Oh, yeah, I put her hands on me. But in actuality, he beat the living tar out of her in the house. But the lodge believes him and lets him in the door. So what was the point of your background check? You solved nothing. Because right. you pulled the background check. You believe the guy's bullshit story. Right. He gets to be a mason. However. You get so, my saying? So background yeah. checks are pointless to me however wait well, no i'm gonna counter you go ahead Ken. themselves they are yeah in and of themselves they are however if you're gonna give me the choice of hey we're gonna look at background checks and you know we want to know definitively the, the two extremes that you just gave mm -hmm. i'm gonna err on the side of neither one gets in if i had to make a choice okay between potentially letting somebody in that could damage the reputation of the craft not just the lodge, but the craft itself. I'm gonna err on neither one of those guys gets in, and that may be that may sound elitist. That may sound, you know, me saying, "Oh, I've never done anything wrong in my life." Trust me, I have. But they let me in already. Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I had to make a choice, and it's like, and they give you a purple apron too, you bastard. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> how about that? <laughs> but if I have, if it's like, hey, you know, if we let some some guys in with a questionable past that we believe in and we think are okay but by doing that maybe some of these other bad characters sneak in and the only way to prevent this shady character from getting in is to exclude <laughs> both of them mm -hmm. I'm going to side on exclude both of them Okay, I am It's just I would also say that every lodge has what they call what I call a lodge patriarch right He's the senior most guy. He's the guy who's very involved. He's the guy who runs a lodge. Let's be real, okay? And, and you know, not taking away anything from Worshipful Masters. Worshipful Masters come and go, but there right. is a lodge. There is I a lodge patriarch. patriarch. Absolutely, okay. without a doubt. So, without a doubt. I would. I don't, I don't want to toot my own horn, okay? And I'm really not. And I, I, every member of Morningstar Lodge is a is a. Member of the lodge, we're all working together, and our lodge is very good with meshing and working together. Right. But you're, but to back you up here, and I'm actually not going to make fun of you and take a shot at you. Okay, I've, Thank you. I'm a member of this lodge now. I've mm -hmm. been to quite a few meetings. I've seen your opinion carries a lot of weight. Correct in this lodge. I'm not, you know, whether you say you're the patriarch or not, mm -hmm. your opinion carries a lot of weight in this lodge. So, and also, I want to tie into that was secretary. Okay, so yeah, we, we did have a situation here at Morningstar Lodge where there was a brother who was doing some questionable shit outside of the lodge. Okay, and I called him on it. And number one, I want to just be absolutely clear. I'm a human bullshit detector. I can, I can smell. I got by you. <laughs> I can smell a bullshit from a mile away. And this particular brother was got arrested and got in trouble for whatever. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to name names. Right, right, We're not gonna right. name situation. But he got in trouble, right? He was already a member of this lodge. Okay, so he had a checkered pass to begin with, but then he came into this lodge and he got he he flourished 
for a while. Yeah. Okay. And he did great. And he was on the right track and doing everything he was supposed to be doing. And he, he became a very <clears throat> uh, renowned member of this lodge. People were like, oh, well, I can't. This guy's awesome. Okay. This, this brother's great. And right, I right. love him and everything. And then there was a downward spiral. Okay. Where he kind of fell back into that life. And I, I recognized it. Because, again, bing, the light bulb went off. And I said, okay, something's up. And then I read about him in the paper. And then I get the story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, this happened and that happened and blah, 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 blah. So I said, uh, let's meet. Yeah. Let's go to the little bar. Come on. We're going to go I'll buy some wings. We'll sit down. We'll go yeah. buy some whatever the hell. And we'll sit down. We'll, we'll talk. And the minute I sat down with him and he was talking. You knew. I already knew. Yep. I, I know exactly knew. the situation. And I said, okay, this brother's got to go. Yeah. And it was one of two things. Uh, this particular brother was either NPD'd or he was getting a Masonic charge. Right. And Luckily, he chose to opt out, right? We went to the NPD route. Right. Uh, because, my, my again, me as a Mason, we always talk about making good men better. Always trying to go from a rough ashlar to a smooth ashlar. Being, you know, improving ourselves. So I actually tried to get him back in. Come c- come back into the fold. Come back into the fold. We'll, we'll, we'll work with you. Right. You know? And... Yeah, 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 I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. Never showed. Never show. And at that point, I knew, I don't need to, and he was already in the rears of his dues because of whatever, and I already knew I don't need to pursue Masonic charges on him and state my case because he's already on his way out the door. Right. And I kind of just let it happen. So my argument to the background check would be officers and the patriarch of the lodge, do your job. If you do your job... Because there's Masons that, <clears throat> there's people that come in with a checkered past that end up becoming great Masons. Right. But there's also Masons that come in who have a clear past and take a nosedive. Absolutely. Like, we have a perfect example that we're not, we're not going to get into, but you know exactly where I'm going on that. How we became closer friends. Perfect example. Perfect example. Perfect example. But, great guy. But here's the thing. And here, here is where... I think the investigation committee, it's a little, it's a little loosey-goosey. Mm-hmm. They're not giving... Their role in the investigation should be more defined because, you know, without getting too far into ritual or anything like that, there are <laughs> essential qualifications that you must possess in order mm-hmm. to come into the lodge. You need to be of lawful age. Mm-hmm. And what's the other part? And well, I don't and know. It's well been- recommended. Not recommended... <laughs> But well recommended. You can't well recommend somebody after meeting them twice. Don't get me started on reference checks and how much of a bunch of bullshit those are. <laughs> right. But don't yeah, get me started on the like EMR like system. Right. Oh, don't get me started. Part of I can't. That's going to be a whole other episode. Stop. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still wearing the purple, brother. Don't, get me down that, don't, don't send me down that path. Don't send me down that path, please. I have aspirations. And the next episode, we're going to be talking. <laughs> we're talking about the demise and how a Grand Lodge officer gets stripped of his title. <laughs> and uh, pamphlets. <laughs> oh, Christ. With examples. No, but... but you need to be well recommended. And mm-hmm. if you take that to heart, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like even at work, people are like, oh, how come you don't recommend uh, people to, to come work with you? Because a lot of people I know couldn't hack it here. And mm-hmm. if I thought they could, I would recommend them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, too, many, too often I'd see somebody come in, they've got a petition, and they're like, oh, Christ, you don't know anybody here. Hey, Larry, come over here and sign this 
petition for the guy. They've oh. never met this guy. Right. And I've actually, somebody gave me a hard time. They asked me to, to sign on one for somebody. I said, no, I've never met the guy before in my life. I'm not going to recommend him. So <clears throat> I should have been an FBI agent. I swear to God. Can you spell FBI? FBI. Okay, cool. There we go. Fatball headed Italians. I mean, Federal Bureau of Investigation. No, but seriously, because I do some things during it. We could even segue into investigation committees and how they need to step it up. But it's part of it. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You need to have, you know, and this is my personal opinion, three guys minimum. Okay. Number one should be the new guy, the watch, you know. The guy who's you know either a new master mason or fellow craft or an apprentice, whatever the case may be, and get him acclimated to learning how to perform an investigation committee. Absolutely. Number two, you need an officer of the lodge, and number three, it should be the past master. Without Somebody a doubt, who's that's, been... that's required in Connecticut. <clears throat> Wait, what? One of them has to be a past that's master. That's required. You have to have a past master at least Since one when? Past master and two other brothers. It's a past master yeah, and the form. Dude. Yeah. Should be there. To have oh yeah, we've had a past master every time. Yeah. I swear to God. Of course, they're at. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I think you've got a past, present. When future. the hell did that happen? It wasn't like that's, that when I was. It's always been that way. No, it, it hasn't. When I filled my my sheet out. It was. It had no way. There. No way. Yeah. I had. Been. Jesus, I had. Uh... I'm going to take my certificate back. <laughs> Like, I had two past masters on my committee. Really? Um, and they still let me in. But you need somebody who's a patriarch of the lodge. And I say patriarch, past master, whatever the case may be. Well, somebody who's been on investigation committees and is a, a what do you want to say, a, a veteran of the investigation Yeah, because committee. you have to have credibility because you're going back in open lodge and saying, mm -hmm. I chaired this investigation committee. And I'm saying this guy's okay. And, and if you don't have the credibility and the respect of the lodge... To trust that, then and he needs why do to it? be a people yep. person. He's got to be a people person. Yeah, you can't Don't have Messner on the line. You can't have can't somebody who's gonna, no. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm, I was no, talking I'm to saying, Messner I'm last talking, night. I'm, so I'm, I'm actually thinking of the past master who sits there and doesn't say anything, and just is a deaf mute. Like me personally, I do one thing. I say, "Why do you want to join Freemasonry?" And I shut up. And I let them talk. And right. I, I'm, every time they open their mouth, I'm learning more about them. Absolutely. Investigation committee is ask a question, let them talk. Right. One of the worst things I've ever seen was a freaking member who, there, uh, who, of our lodge you know, who was on an investigation committee. I get it. Trying to be personal and everything. But he's talking about churning butter. What the f*** are you talking about no. churning butter for? You should sh sit down, shut up, ask a question. And then let them talk. You learn a lot about people. And you know, another yeah. thing I do too on investigation committees is I'll double talk. I'll double. I'll ask the same question just in a different way to see if their answer You're changes. Sly like that. I'm sly like that. But uh, but I'm there the should snake. be. I'm the snake. And that's where I think you know it's. <laughs> it's like a walking psychological assay. He's he's pulling the, the Sun Tzu <laughs> shit out again. No, but keep your plans as dark as night, then descend as a. But in all actuality, descend like a thunderbolt. All right, feel better. Go ahead. But so Ken looks apprehensive. <laughs> I work for a very large company, a very large okay. company in the United States, and part of my job at one time is I had to interview people, mm -hmm. and they would send me to like a three-day class on how to interview people and the strategy and what kind of questions you want to ask. And there is, if I if you came and interviewed with me. And then interviewed with the manager in California, you'd in essence get the same interview. Right. 
but there's no consistency in our investigation committees. Mm-hmm. It's something where, you know, it might be a good thing and uh, it might be a good thing for Grand Lodges around the country mm-hmm. to establish a criteria. We have secretary seminars. We have junior officer seminars. Mm-hmm. There should be an investigation committee seminar, and I think I'm going to bring that up to the grand, most worshipful grandmaster. I have to address a question here. Yeah, right. go ahead. A statement here. Oh, Danny Collins is watching. Uh, go ahead. i got to address a statement here by James Raff Rafferty, brother James Raff Rafferty. Some people can get stuff by George. Let me tell you what. There has not been a person who has ever petitioned this lodge who tried sneaking shit by me. It's never happened. No, but not Orson O'Bear did. Listen, if it, when it comes to when it comes to me vetting people, no, I and people joining this lodge, You're right? Nobody no. sneaks by me. I am high alert, so that has never happened. And again, I talked about the guy who was downstairs trying to show me how freaking uh, you know Mother Mary was on a slice of bread or whatever the hell he was trying to show me, and I was like, no, on a potato chip, like Kick Lincoln, rocks, get the stepping, yeah. <laughs> so no, George is Freemasons waterboard. <laughs> Yeah. I think he meant you're your Freemason's water boy. No, he said water boy. Yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mom, mama says alligators are so hungry because they got all their teeth and no toothbrush. George is Freemason's water boy. Water boy. You're the Bobby Boucher of Freemason. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Time to open up a can of whoop ass. <laughs> Mr. Coach Clyde, please don't serve that water to them. <laughs> You're an ass. My mama, mama says, "Mama's wrong again." That's nice. I love Vicky Valacourt. She loves me, and I liked it. <laughs> anyway, I told you it was going to be a good episode. That's fine. Let's get back on it, though. Yes. Um, but. Uh, when it comes to vetting people before the investigation committee gets them, never happens. They don't get by me because I could smell bullshit from a mile away. And I also, if you, for instance, and I, I've said it before on other podcasts, I've said it before when we've talked, that there's people who come to Freemasonry who think that they're going to teach us something. No, that's not how it works. Right then and there, you're done. done. And me. And I don't even need a background check for that. Right. It just means to me, like, when you're trying to show me pictures of, you know, like I said, I, I'm making a joke. He did show me another picture of something. I think it was in Wood Green where he thought it was, or he showed me how it was this, that, or the other thing. And I don't remember if it was reptilians or whatever the hell. But you're trying to show me this, and I'm already in my head doing this process of, right. dude, you've done way too much acid. You're good for this. Like, you know. I once saw a portrait of Worship Brother Ken in a drift of snow. <laughs> And on a paper plate, as a matter of fact, I see the same thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Love your worship, brother, Ken. Love you. Might have even been on a pamphlet. Oh. Now, see, that was a two-for-one oh, right there. That was a two-for-one right there. <laughs> I'm going to have to back off this pamphlet thing, I'm thinking. Uh, you know, you know, but the thing is, you do have shot in the cannon. You just don't take it. The chili cook-off. Oh. I hate the chili kickoff. You do too, yeah, as a matter of fact. Well, I have a reason for that. You do? Because you lost. Um, anyway. Anyway. But but this gets back to, we've talked about it on several podcasts, you have to guard the West Gate. And to me, that's more important than a freaking background check. You're seeing somebody's past. You're not seeing their conduct right yeah, now. But I think it's a tool. 
for that purpose. Right. Okay. One part of it. it. It could be. But it, if if used improperly, it could be your so what what was my knock on pamphlets? What was my knock on pamphlets? Why did I not like pamphlets? Because they were impersonal. They're lazy. It's lazy masonry. Okay. If you rely solely so on the background check. If you rely solely on the backtrack, I'm helping you right. I'm helping you. Okay. If Wait. you rely solely on the background check, that's lazy masonry. What if don't the, be don't be a freaking lazy mason? That's the yeah, moral of the story. What what if a background check was comes in a pamphlet? You as a pamphlet. Do I have you on my side now? <laughs> I would I would agree if the background check came in a pamphlet it would be equally useless as a normal pamphlet. Yes. Yeah. No, but you get my point though. You absolutely think, and I'm not, in and of I'm itself, trying to change your guys' nothing. opinion, but you're looking at the the past of somebody when you're want you're looking at least in my opinion, when I bring somebody into Freemasonry with my signature on the petition form as the recommender, I'm looking for what they're going to learn, how they're going to act, and how they're going to adhere to masonry and or better the craft. Mm-hmm. I don't care about what you did, you know, four years ago when you, you know. But a background check can help you understand their tendencies. Okay. And tendencies yeah. are a big piece of how you're going to act in the future. I know if I come to you on something... And I, I know we, we've known each other long enough where I know your triggers. I know your Clearly. tendencies. <laughs> so I know if I'm going to come to you with something, depending on how I want you to react to it, I might need to change that based on your tendencies. Mm-hmm. And that's my predictor of how you're going to act in the future. A background check is just a peek into potential tendencies where I can... Judge that along with everything else that I know about you and figure out what your tendencies are. If your background check shows up that three times you beat your wife, uh-huh. okay, that's clearly a tendency. It's three. It's not once. Uh-huh. It's not twice. It's three times. Okay. Clearly you have an issue. If you have a background check that shows three Dewey's, uh-huh. that's a tendency. That's a, a <clears throat> prediction tool. So, if if I may, you may. That same guy who has beaten his wife three times comes to the door. That doesn't have a background check, yeah. okay? But he gets picked to masonry. Let's say we don't know anything about the background check. Gets picked, gets elected, starts to take his EA degree, and we take his ass and slam him in the freaking chamber of reflection with the ritual that we have, and sits down, and you basically, you're. You get what I'm saying? Like you slam him in that chamber reflection that we have back there, and make him sit down and say, clear, the, "Contemplate the, your life and what the shit you've done," and then right. walk out of the room. He might go, "Oh, holy shit!" And just to clarify, <laughs> we're not physically slamming them. He's referring to it's a large metal door on the oh, chamber of yes, reflection yes. that slams when we put you in there, and yes. it has that large metal. I don't want uh, people to think that you're answering potential yeah, physical no, no, violence no. with physical violence. I'm not. I'm not grabbing him by the neck of his. Right. The nap of his neck in the back of his ass and throwing him in the door like a freaking right. cat. Exactly. But my counter argument to that is also we don't treat cats like that. No, we don't. They have gingivitis. We don't usually touch cats. I prefer dogs. I would treat cats like anyway. that. But <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm kidding. Come on, people. Come on. I'm only kidding. But to me, that this that decision and that realization of hey, I need to get my life together uh-huh. should occur before he steps foot in lodge. 
I think not in the not okay. in the chamber of reflection. Fair enough. But on the flip side of that, though, it becomes very real when you're slapped in that freaking in that chamber of reflection, and you're in a dark room with a skull staring at your face with the Holy Bible, and there's a series of questions telling you, "Hey, you think you're good enough for this?" Shit? Absolutely. And, no, I agree. And then you know, two masons slam the heavy metal door behind you and then lock your ass in. It's gonna put. Right. It's gonna tighten your sphincter a little bit, but you're gonna be like, "Oh wow, this is." more serious than I thought. So maybe that same guy who's done all those bad things is going to do one of two things. A, he's going to realize, I can't fuck up anymore. Or two, um, I'm not okay for this. And I need to I, I, I need to bid adieu and get the hell out of here. That- uh, a quick point of clarification, right, yes. Russell, Brother George. Yes. Did you say the word sphinxter? Yes, he now? did. Like trickster, but sphinxter. Sphinxter. He like did. the great sphinx. Like um, your sphincter. like like your it's sphincter sphincter sphincter. You said sphincter. Oh whatever, I sphincter. added a T. Whatever, I do shit like this all the time. It's my I own. Know, that's why it's I, my I, own vocab. a long time yeah, since we called you out on it. <laughs> who was those? There was somebody who said I should actually have my own dictionary. <laughs> You're part of that, right? The Mudry Dictionary. Entry to it. <laughs> I wish I was on your investigation committee. I will edit all this out. Anyway, what? Um, <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, though, like you get thrown into that chamber of reflection, and to me, that's why lodges should have a chamber of reflection because yeah, the more serious that chamber of chamber of reflection will scare off potential non desirables. But your aha moment should come before the chamber of reflection, like your come to Jesus aha. Of course, of I course. Need to change. Not to say that you won't have many more throughout mm-hmm. your Masonic career because, yeah, I had that aha moment before I joined, but I right. probably had half a dozen more mm-hmm. aha moments throughout my Masonic journey, and that's right. normal. But your first one should not be in the Chamber of Reflection. And I'll give another... It should perfect. be filling out that petition. Before you even fill out that petition, and it should be when you make that inquiry, hey, what's this about? Mm-hmm. When you hear what's... That should be your aha moment. And that's why, mm-hmm. you know... If you're you're out on the street, or if somebody sees your excuse me sees your ring, and they're not amazing, they start asking you questions. Answer their questions. Let them have that moment. <laughs> Let them understand. <laughs> I can't I'm wait to see the that live bit. feed. Yeah. It's George from Brother Joseph Schultz, Sphinxster, <laughs> new, new meme, meme coming. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a name for a heavy metal band, I think. Oh, I'm going to get yeah, lit up in Discord. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's like those aha moments should come before the chamber. I'm not saying that the, that chamber reflection can't be one of the aha moments for mm-hmm. you, but it's, it's mm-hmm. it shouldn't be your first one. Oh. It shouldn't be. Uh, y- correct. I th- and you agree. I know you agree. I do agree. Um, but it's the same thing of... Somebody who does something wrong and says, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Right. Rather than having a bunch of people around you ready to beat your ass and say, uh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. There's a difference. There's a, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, I shouldn't have smacked my wife around. But when her 300-pound brother shows up to freaking pummel my skull in, right. there's a difference in it. That's all I'm saying about the chamber of right. reflection is like, yeah, like Nicholas, Like Nicholas Cage in Con Air. There you go. Where he defended his wife and actually like broke a guy's nose and killed him by accident and went to jail. Right. But you you, you follow what I'm getting. I see what you're yeah. up to. You 
<laughs> no, I'm just saying that's a good example. You know, and, and I also want to say one of the things that we need to stop doing, and this is my personal opinion. This is not the Grand Lodge and everything, and I know I'm going to catch hell from the Masons the for this. The opinions expressed right now are not necessarily are the opinion. Right, washer brother George Mudry, and I'll explain myself as best. And as I, I can. won't interrupt you, so go ahead. One of the things that Masonry needs to stop doing is dumbing down, or yeah, dumbing down its its penalties. And I'll give you an example. Um, one of the things I absolutely hate after we take the obligation is when they sit there and say Freemasonry is wholly figurative. The only penalties we reprim- uh, that Freemasonry right, right, right. is reprimand, suspension, and expulsion. That's like saying, Joe, you punched my son. I'm going to kick your ass. But I'm not really. I'm probably. But I'm really just going to slap you. On I'm the just going to call the cops yeah. and. You know, you know, you know. Like you're taking away that seriousness. You're making it less serious than what it is. Which was not that and portion was not in our original ritual. No, it wasn't. That was so put in why after did the they Morgan, put it in? Morgan affair. I know that's why they put it in. The Morgan affair. But it was Lucinda's fault. It was freaking Lucinda's fault. So basically, they should just be. They should add that section and then like do the whole. Cool quotes. Well, it's like it's like this when uh, when you get arrested, they read you your Miranda rights. It's named after that Miranda case. Right. Yeah, we're gonna give you the Lucinda thing. We're yeah. gonna give you the Lucinda rights. It's the Lucinda rights. That's yeah, basically Lucinda Lucinda do it. So if Grand Lodge is gonna keep that in there, they need to say it. These are these are right. the Lucinda rights. Uh, as worship master, I need to inform you of your Lucinda rights. <laughs> know yeah. that these penalties are wholly figurative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Lucinda That's rights. Awesome. That's that we just coined the, new, the, the Lucinda rights. Like, get rid of them. It takes away. You're, you're basically saying we're going to do all these things too if you violate the, your obligations. Yeah, no, never. Ah, never you're good. Really. You're good. You're good. Like, take that out. I do not like. I agree it. with you. 100%. I wish lodges would remove that. It, which also, or again, you could just conveniently forget it. This is the other reason why I hate the fact that lodges don't use a chamber of reflection. Chamber of reflection, they're like, oh, it's going to scare them. That's Good! The that's point. the point! That's the point! You want to get rid of the undesirables. Yes. Get rid of them. Yeah, I agree with you. That's, I agree with you on that. So, I mean, me personally, I'm more a fan of the chamber of reflection and scaring the shit out of somebody so that if they are an undesirable, they're sitting in that room going, Oh, shit. Rather than, oh, we're going to run your background check. They're not going, oh, shit. They're going to be like, oh, I can explain my way out of this. Right. Mic drop. Right. I'm out. <laughs> Doesn't have that far to fall. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. So, I what's your brother, Ken? Brothers, but i just like to let you know that I uh, got an update on... Uh, the status of right worshipful brother Chip Schofield, and he's doing a lot better. Oh, uh, really? So, good. Uh, we could all use a little bit of good news right now. That's awesome. awesome. It's like our prayers are being answered um, when it comes to right worshipful brother Chip. So I'm awesome. not going to go through the whole thing right now, but I'm sure we'll have an update posted and mm-hmm. brother, check That's it out fantastic. later. But very nice. Power of prayer, man. News. Power of prayer. Power of positive Power of thought. Brotherhood. Yeah. Yep. It's that vibe, man. It's like the end of. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the end of Ghostbusters when they're all singing, put a little love in your heart. Or, um, no, I'm sorry, it's your love lifting me higher. It's your love yeah. lifting me and higher. And they make the marshmallow man go away. higher and higher. Keep it up. <laughs> Quench my desire. Higher and higher. No, that's awesome, though. That's, that's great, great news. Ken is just firing him back over there. He's drinking what box wine again. Yeah, it's box wine. <laughs> 
Hey, Worship Brother Ken, do me a favor. You're back. Next time you're on, change your background to like the presidential seal. Yes. Please do that. Please. Why would I do that? Because it'll look really cool. It would look really cool. You should change, actually, Worship Brother Ken, while we're live and we're recording Facebook Live, every single podcast, I want you to change your background to something new. Don't tell anybody. Just. got it show up and do just that. do something different i don't care what it is whether it's the jolly roger it could be anything and what i want you to do is make a drinking game of this and every time george pronounces a word incorrectly i want to see you take a shot <laughs> i guess pull the word correctly and put it behind me on the uh yeah put it on put it on the keep it <laughs> yes, you could you could put it like above it just put a number, put a thing where there's like a number behind you. And every time he says that, and we just see the, the count go like up. It'll be like the freaking, it'll be like the freaking uh, Jerry Lewis telethon. Where it's like, let's go to the big board. Yeah, I could do that, man. I have the technology. Do it. Very nice. Do what it. are we doing Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I think we got a guest. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We, uh, I think you're right. I think we do have a guest. I think we have a guest, don't we? We do. Raph, who do we got? Uh, I know Raph is watching. The Booker. Hey, well, Barry Buzzle, uh, my uh, District 1 AGM. Oh, hey, what's going hey, on, brother? Barry. But uh, I, I think we have a guest. I can tell you who we've got on yeah, the Yeah, who do we got? Can You've got access to the calendar, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Brother Andy Purcell. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's that is right. this weekend, yeah. Brother Andy Purcell's coming back. So Brother Andy Purcell, I was talking to him last weekend. We interviewed him last time. I think we're just going to shoot <laughs> with him this time. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think right, when we have fun. somebody come on another time, tell us what's new. He's got a, a really big announcement. So if any, he had that song last year called Living the Salt Life. Mm-hmm. And he actually hooked up. I have it up. downloaded on my phone. It's a good song. It's a good song. I don't, I'm not the biggest country music fan, but that's a good song. That's a fun party song. But he hooked up with, if any of you have ever been to any beach town, you know, Outer Banks, Cape Cod, Cape May, anything like that, you'll see people that have Salt Life stickers on their window in the back of their car. Mm-hmm. That's a clothing company. They do a lot of different types of beach clothing things. Mm-hmm. He's actually hooked up with them now. They they brought him that's on awesome. as an as an ambassador. So that's a huge deal for him. So yeah, he's going to awesome. come on and talk about that a little bit. That would be awesome. Yeah. So a great guy. I was on uh, a Zoom chat with him last weekend. Really? Yeah. No kidding. Oh Jesus! Don't need to throw things. I mean, Jesus, you pissed her off already. Oh, <laughs> HR's mad at you again. Nothing new. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Andy Purcell, Sunday. Yeah, good times. Um, then we got Thursday. So we're going to talk about Thursday. We're going to talk about... Yeah. We're going to talk about the EMR system. I'm calling it sick for that one. I got to call in sick for that one. <laughs> no, well, I can't. Uh, that evening. I can't. I, can't. I got a couple things. I can't the, make it on Thursday. I got a couple things in the hole that I want to go over. So it'll be... You could probably fit like three... <laughs> Jesus. I'm an EMR chairperson, I think, for my lodge still. Me too. I am too. <laughs> to me, it should just be part of the secretary's duties, and I gave that for feedback our, to my district home, deputy. Our mother lodges, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, it should be rolled up into the duties of the secretary. I had Absolutely. a conversation with my district deputy just the other day. Right. District deputy for District 1. Mm. C, B, something. Mm. Um, Chip alone is your, your district deputy. For this one. For but this it one. also... Uh, Right, worship brother Mark Hawkins is my DD for District One. 
You remember him from Washington Night Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mark Hawkins. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He, um, Good guy. He and I had a. Yeah. scolded me the other day. No, I'm only kidding. He didn't scold me. Mark Hawkins scolded you? He's like, no, I'm nicest, kidding. He's like the right. He's like the nicest brother in the yeah, planet. Yeah, but it's me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> like, so he just treats you like a redheaded stepchild. <sighs> Sing, nice nice job. job. I, did I did. I did like that. Uh, I did like that. One. Thank you for the assist on that. See, that's one. a good Sing thing. chaperone has got it. Uh, he's got it uh, pretty good because if I <coughs> get in a lot of trouble, I'm only affiliated with District Three. District One's got to got to deal with me, <laughs> although I'm a Grand Lodge officer for District Three, so I guess they got to share that. Yeah, <laughs> you're guess, screwed either way. Yeah, I'm screwed either way. All right, what do we think, Ken? Let's end this. Uh, let's end this podcast. We're going to start with you. Uh, you still for or against uh, pot? The pot. Oh my god! Uh, I am still for background checks with reservations, and I agree with uh, Worshipful Brother Joe on the same. Did you hear what same I said? Reservations though? that he, what? Did you hear what I said? Are you for or against the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that, that? How about that cards against humanity answer? Yeah, which one? The, the one about the the crappy podcast. What, oh what? yeah, starting a shitty podcast. Yeah, that's the, one of the. Oh uh, wow! The yeah, and they like to play that card all the time when Worship Brother Ken and I are playing the cards against humanity because <laughs> they know it hurts. Like, like stings. Yeah, it stings a little bit. Podcast guys on there. I didn't even play the game. No, I don't want to freaking play no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Ken, but you're uh, you're four. I am four. Four with conditionally the reservations that we talked about earlier. I have not changed my opinion, but I would say it should be a tool. It should not be an all or nothing, mm-hmm. um, and it should be part of our due diligence. Not, you know, not the only thing that we're doing to check on somebody's past behavior. Worship Brother Joe. I agree with Worship Brother Ken. If you use it as your only tool to decide whether or not somebody can, comes in, it's no better than a pamphlet. It's lazy, uh, but used as a tool in conjunction with other things, it could be a really good thing, like a pamphlet. I'm sticking where I'm at. Cool. Don't okay. judge a book by its cover. Um, paper doesn't tell a story, and you should learn to meet the person um, you should get to know them on a personal basis before <sighs> freaking Schultz is on fire tonight. <laughs> you should get to know them on a personal basis, not their past, and make your decision based on their conduct during the investigation committee, during the original vetting of whoever your mm-hmm. first guy is, who's the first contact. Uh, first contact being if you don't think he's right for it, don't recommend him. The voucher shouldn't just be the guy, oh, hey, I need a signature. Come over here and vouch for him. The voucher should do his own separate vetting. The investigation committee should do their own separate vetting. And with all of those one, two, three, four, and then eventually the the vote, five things in place, you don't have to worry about a background check because you'll get to know that person beforehand. So the Thursday meeting. I want to talk about different thing. The Thursday podcast, excuse me, Thursday podcast. I want to talk about different cool things that can be done to enhance a person's joining the craft. Amphetamines. One of the what? <laughs> Not what? <laughs> what? One of the things I always thought would be cool is rather than telling the guy, "Hey, yeah, meet us at the lodge," 
show up at his house and burlap sack him and bring him here. Like we're going to do to Ken. Like we're going to do to Ken. For next Sunday. But how cool would that be to get taken out of your house, have no idea where you are in the lodge? Traditional observance. Lodges do that. Brother Cliff. That's uh, right. Cliff Porter. Aren't there laws against that? You can't just like snatch and grab somebody. If you get there, you, you get it. You can if they petition. You sign away. You put a waiver at the bottom okay. of the petition. Fair enough. <laughs> By signing this petition, you agree that at any time we could show up at your house and kidnap you. <laughs> the same thing for background checks, Kenny boy. All right. <laughs> all right. We're going to shut it down. Thanks for all those who tuned in. Uh, Worship Brother Joseph Schultz. When you marry a woman with a ginger kid, you send them to ginger. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's messed up. That's messed up. Well, I'm just glad my sphincter thing never freaking grabbed hold. Oh, no. Your yeah. sphincter is grabbing hold of something. And I'm sure that'll be in a mean. All right. Let's shut it down for the Freemasons podcast. I am right Worship Brother George Marjorie signing off. Worship Brother Joe signing off. Worshipful Brother Ken, signing off. Have a good night, everyone.